Welcome to Pure Health Podcast. Your weekly guide on how to live a healthy whole food life. Where two clinical nutritionist sisters, Kirsty and Nicole, talk about their experience in the clinic looking into gut health, women's health and weight loss. Plus, unfiltered banter behind the scenes of work, life and play. Welcome back, guys. Hello. Hope everyone's going well. I can't believe it's like four or five weeks till Christmas. Is it four or five? I it think is. It's five. Is it since Monday? One, two, three, four, five. Five on Monday, so four in a week's next week until Christmas, which is crazy. That not, is insane. Not organized at all, but I'm like, I think everyone, I'm very excited to have a break. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we never completely take a break from pure health. Like, that's the reality of running a company, but we won't be seeing patients for a few weeks. We're yeah. going down south. Nicole and I, so did we talk about this on the excited. podcast week? How? No, we wouldn't have. How we, no, we did. Did we go to that seminar Tuesday last week? Yeah, we did. We yeah. spoke about it on the podcast, a bit burnt out at the moment. So we're very looking forward to I think everyone to, can relate mm, to that one. Like just short fuse, tired, <laughs> yeah. no motivation. But, but, oh, you go. No, no, you go. I was going to say, but having a swim to start the day, oh, like or the, having a slower morning. Yeah, I was saying Nicole is finally kind of catching on to what I do, how I'm like a dawdler in the morning. Nicole's like, I think it's just, I mean, I've been doing this for five years. You've been doing it for three and a half. Three and a half. And I think it's like you put a lot of pressure on yourself. We all do. But yeah, I feel like lately that you've, hustle. Mm. Like we're always in this hustle mode and like go, go, go and like rushing yeah. around. But I feel like you've kind of got to the point now you've like, okay, I'm happy to yeah. like get to clinic. When we set to and well, not. like it's looking at the bigger picture, mm. like the more I rush and stress in the morning, it's going to set up my mm. whole day. And like we're here in clinic till six thirty-seven. Yeah, a lot yeah. most nights. It's a marathon so. on a sprint. Exactly. And then so I noticed just like having a bit of a slower morning, and it doesn't mean you have to start work late, but it just like mm. yeah, like taking that time mm. just to like enjoy yourself, like I actually sit down and enjoy your coffee mm. without drinking in the car and run, run, run. Like it's 100% just seeing, like doing emails. Like I always say this, people can wait. Like at the end of the day, nothing is yeah. ur- like nothing needs urgency. Like You know what I liked? I was listening to a podcast and this is going to be a theme of what we're talking mm. today. I'm sure lots of people know about the Blue Zones and that yep. most recent documentary that came out on Netflix. Mm. But they're talking about it on this podcast, like um, in certain areas, I can't say the name, the one in Greece, that little island, starts with the I or something. Icaricia? Icaricia, yeah, or something. We're not saying that anyway. But the guy was saying that they don't like actually actively meditate, like they don't sit down 10 minutes a day to meditate. Mm. But all the things they're doing in the day, it's a form of like active meditation. They're so present and in the moment with what we're doing. And I feel like a lot of the time we're just like missing the point, like where we have to dedicate that time obviously because we're constantly just Mm. somewhere else like Mm. our head is somewhere else and even I catch myself doing that like when I'm talking to people like no I'm not not trying to listen like I do care Mm. and want to speak to them but I'm Mm. so like in my head and have a million things on like taking Mm. that step back and just like Mm. yeah I guess being present yeah no it's definitely something I think all of us can really practice on Mm. because at the end of the day like with stress and everything it's all perception at the end of the day like Mm. at the end of the day like you have control over it like a lot of us are and how we adapt that Mm. stress response we can have control over like I say that to my clients all the time stress somewhat is inevitable like we live busy lives and you know, have busy jobs, but how we respond mm. and adapt to that stress is our point of power. Mm. How can we nourish and, mean, and support our nervous mm. system, whether it's through 
mentally supporting that mm. or nourishing our yeah. adrenals and our nervous system and with nutrition. And I guess as brutal as this sounds, not being a victim to your life kind of thing or to yourself or whatever. Mm. Does that make sense? Life's like, happening for you, not yeah, not against to, you. Not to you, yeah. yeah. So like, you know, if like this is the thing, some people run around being like, I'm so stressed, like work's fucked, like blah, yeah. blah, like at the end of the day, you have choice. Like don't get me wrong, there's some things in life that fucking suck, like someone like dealing with a family member who's sick mm. like us dealing with mum it's fucking hard sometimes mm. um but like and there's some things that are out of control but there's a lot of things that are within our control mm. and it's your choice how you show up mm-hmm. and come at these things hence why like we both Nicole and I both worked with a psychologist for years because I want to show up as my best self and like learning to with the perception of stress and like the urgency and all that kind of thing but I think it's just really really important that yeah. And understanding your triggers mm. and understanding your behaviours and what triggers that mm. stress response in the first place. It can be – I think we spoke about this on like quite a few podcasts ago about our idea of like – like a lot of the time anxiety is created by this expectation we yep. put on ourselves and this pressure of achieving 100%. and doing. And when you actually break down the expectations you're placing on yourself, you realise – They're stupid. They're <laughs> fucked <laughs> they're so unrealistic and a lot of those factors might not be in your control so like it's kind of funny when you look at it and you're like no wonder why I'm being so bloody stressed yeah and like I think yeah like we always say like the best thing you can do for your health is go see like the psychologist and work on your mental health because at the end of the day like like I was listening to the best podcast about that recently and like once you conquer your mind you can conquer anything Mm. and like and even just the language you use towards yourself like like even you pulled me up on that the other day. You were like, if you keep speaking negatively about yourself towards this issue, you're mm. going to keep creating this issue in your life. And yeah, like, your mind like, is so powerful. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, you're right. Like if I constantly think, oh, my God, I'm stuck like this forever, then you're going to constantly like going to be stuck like that. Like mm. it's your reality. So mm. I think it's so important the wording we use around our health and our mindset mm. and just understanding that deeper. And like, you know, this is the thing, it's all well and good to go meditate for 30 minutes a day. But if you're not working on your underlying triggers and stresses in your life, you're going to instantly walk in through the door at work and be like, fuck shit, <laughs> like yeah. triggered. Yeah. And like there goes, the med- not there goes your meditation, but you know what I mean? Whereas when you really work on those triggers and you find that really dense self, self, I'm trying to say when you find that kind of sense of like ease and balance and mm. which is what today's kind of podcast is about you find this sense of clarity and I guess more enjoyment in life and I think yeah. that's the thing a lot of people I always ask that to my patients I'm like like they're stressed their cortisol is crazy high like they're dealing with all these issues and I'm like mm. do you actually do anything you enjoy on the weekends like mm. where's your enjoyment in life and a lot of people don't like a lot of people are on the pursuit of <laughs> burnout yeah, um, and I feel like our relationship with ourselves and like mm. like we were saying with the pressures you put on yourself, like if only we gave ourselves like more compassion and mm. kindness, I feel like the world would be so different. 100%. Like there's obviously so much stuff happening in the world at the moment yeah. and it's just like like really if you bring it back down to just the basics yeah. of like love and compassion and all these mm. important qualities mm. like – it would just be a whole nother world. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Getting very deep. But um, I was going to say as well, we had our launch on the weekend before yes. yesterday's podcast, which was so nice to see all our beautiful Pure Health community. It was like the nicest day ever. Yeah. Like, it literally couldn't have gone any more perfect if we planned, like 
something. I can't talk today. But it went, it went so tried. perfectly if you tried. And, like, it was just such a beautiful morning. I do yeah. get now what people mean about when you host a wedding and, like, or, like, a big event, like, and everyone's always coming up to you. Like, you we feel kind of, like, out of body. Out. Like, I was like, I don't even remember what happened. Like, like we were actually running around talking dead. to everyone. Like, all day Sunday, like, Nicole and I's boys are, like, literally can't do nothing. So both of them are, like, running. Like, Elliot's, like, jackhammering fucking tiles off the floor and, like, Nicole's, like, laying on the bed. This, like, Nicole's at Elliot's house. I and FaceTime cursed, you know, I was just like, like locked myself in the bedroom, just like having some low time. And meanwhile, Ellie's all these safety glasses and like a fucking full thing of thing going around jackhammering stuff off the floor. And then meanwhile, Scotty's out like fucking digging holes, like in trenches in the garden, like filling like, oh my God. I was like, I said to Scotty, I was like, with boundaries, I was like, look, honey, like I, as much as I want to help you in the garden today, my cup is empty and all I need to do is lay on this grass and just soak some sun up and read my book. I was like, yeah. you are not going to want to deal with me right now if I'm like helping you in the garden. Yeah. Because I am not in a fabulous mood. I'm just feeling quite flat and just exhausted. Like yeah. just nothing left in I me. I like, felt cooked on Sunday, cooked. like nothing yeah. in me. Same. So I think it's where I was like recognising that and no, no, I was oh. scratching my face. Oh, I thought you were looking at me weirdly. Um, and recognising that and then really setting those boundaries mm. and things like that because it's very easy. Some of us personality types are very easy to keep go, go, go. And like, well, yeah. our boys have not learned that. We have definitely learned that we need to have an off switch and just mm. some downtime. Mm-hmm. Some people don't see the purpose in having downtime, but mm. there is a lot of purpose I've learned. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. I yeah. think it's good to like set that or be the yeah. role model if yeah. that is In your relationship, relationship yeah. because even if it's the male or the female, like yeah, it's, it's always like, yeah, you feel like this, always this pressure to be doing something yeah. and you feel lazy if you're not doing something. No, it's like, a work of art. I think it's two different personality types. Some personality types that are happily will sit there and be a, a couch sloth mm. and there's some person. Personality, personality that like don't stop and I guess I definitely am that more tendency but I think the older I get the more I learn Mm. That I need to have that rest. Um, so, and then we've got another launch this Friday for our friends and family. So that'll be a champagne toasting, <laughs> which would be nice. Instead of some kombucha. Instead of kombucha, we're having pet now. Exactly. So today's podcast, okay, two big messages today. And I'm really excited about this topic. We're both very passionate. Okay. Number one is the all or nothing approach. And we think this is a really, really good one to touch on at this time of year because we all fall into it. Mm-hmm. Number two is like the number one thing you can do in your life that will change your life forever. And like, it's just something that we overcomplicate so much and they both flow into each other. Both these two big like headliners mm-hmm. for today's podcast, but yeah. So where do we start? <laughs> Shall we get into it? Um, so we were actually like, we weren't going to talk about this topic today. We had a completely different topic mm. and we we're just like speaking about this in the kitchen this morning about essentially we've like, in society, especially like this, our kind of Western culture, mm. people are missing the point. Mm. And including, like, you know, w- we've been on this journey mm. as well, that not, there's no judgment or anything towards that. Missing the point with everything. Yeah. With the way <laughs> we <Pretty> much. <laughs> that was quite hectic. But especially when it comes to food, like, as we all know, we've, we've done a podcast oh, on different diets, yeah. but there is so much out there at the moment with. Of still different diet yes. types and fads and, you know, whether it's keto or vegan or carnivore. carnivore. And once again, nothing wrong if yeah. you're on this diet. It's or, all what works for you. Or like biohacking and like once again, nothing against biohacking, but like what biohacking actually means is like doing things that like to optimise your health. So it's like, and don't get me wrong, the science is behind this is amazing. Yeah. But this is where people miss the point. Like 
ice baths and infrared saunas. I do both of them. I love them. They're amazing. But people miss the point. They like do this and then they go and do like crazy like fasting and mm. like what else are people doing that it's extremes? Or carnivore diet. Carnivore so, diet. they're eating meat and they're doing all this extreme, you know, extremes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like today. To the but next level. Then there's so many elements that are often missed yes. in the sense of you – like how's your relationship or how's your connection with people or are you happy with your job or what's your stress doing? Like there's, you know, obviously these things can help that stress response, say like sauna and ice baths and things like that. But a lot of the time we're so quick for that all or nothing. And like essentially we're just missing the point of like how to live a sustainable and healthy life mentally and and physically. And what like so many people are doing and where they're missing the point as well is if we, and this is the biggest key point I want you guys to take one of the big key points today is, is if we were, and what you'll see in like the blue zones documentary, what all these different cultures do and in general, what the most backed by science is, if we eat whole foods 99% of the time, it eradicates large number of disease now mm. obviously you have to look at the body very holistically like nicole's saying we're missing the point like as in like stress and things like that we need to be like matt you know just so those emotional connections mm. and things like that but like one of the biggest things is emotional connections and like surrounding yourself with a community is like a massive massive thing when it comes to our health yeah and then so that connection and that was something that really has like tipped a lot of people in this world since COVID. Mm. Um, and the longe- longevity studies have shown that, that that's the, one of the number one things in mm. terms of longevity is connection like yeah. over anything. And then number two is a whole food diet. Now, like unfortunately the world we live in since industrialization has occurred is ultra processed foods. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately like what has occurred is like the ultra processing of foods now, they're actually no longer a food. Like there's no actual proper definition out there of food, if that makes sense. But if we think about it like logically, food is something that's like growing out of the ground, not put through processing, processing, Mm. processing techniques. Mm -hmm. And like as, you know, you were talking about it earlier, like what you see in all the blue zones, there is everything is eaten their whole source and they're a lot of the time growing their own produce whether it's meat or vegetables sorry yeah growing like as in or like if they live in an island they'll consume all like their seafood like and their diets do vary based Mm. on what produce there is or what season Mm -hmm. it is and they're very in tune with that kind of environmental and mind body kind of approach with that 100 and so what nicole and i are really trying to take home here is like people get so obsessed with these diets like carnivore diet keto diet with all this biohacking of taking like a million supplements doing mm. like certain specific fasting times like i'm not saying none of these i'm not saying these things aren't good they have their place and i 100%. love them but what we see is people missing the basics it's that biohacking should be like a cherry on top, top of your yeah. ready healthy foundations yeah. like on like you know the foundations are exercise eating whole foods like sleep sleep connection alcohol intake connection yeah that social element like if we're essentially if we're missing any of these elements then this biohacking is irrelevant yeah essentially like (laughs) Like, we're being quite black and white with it but but like it's it's the truth like and more so, yeah, with the extremes of everything that comes out. And I guess because we're so like surrounded or we can access information so readily mm. these days, whether it's through chat GBT 
or um, social media or whatever it is, like we're constantly consuming all this information mm. and it can be really overwhelming mm. with understanding what is right for me with mm-hmm. what foods I eat or exercise mm-hmm. or so on. And, and that's where we can easily get caught up in that fad but we're really missing the point of just the foundations yep. of how to eat a healthy and sustainable life. Yep. And that's something we're so passionate about teaching our clients at Pure Health is actually how to eat in a way that feels right for you, yep. that is sustainable, that is focusing on whole foods that contain a perfect balance of the nutrients like, that we're needing. And that yeah. is what is going to obviously promote health and longevity for the long term and also create a lot of disappear a lot of your health issues like you see no one anyone like I mean I'm being very broad and bold right now but like generally speaking most people in this world who are struggling with some sort of disease do not live on a whole food diet Mm. there is still a lot of processed food ultra processed food consumption yeah and I think really the big thing to preface here is I'm not trying to demonize food but what Mm. I'm trying to say is like Eating primarily like 99% of the time whole foods and like steering clear of the ultra processed food. And like I said, even the word food with ultra processed food, it's not really a food Mm. at the end of the day. So eating just food, real food. Yeah. And then like Nicole says, having that connection. Yeah. Is one, a really, really important thing. And then obviously adequate sleep, adequate water and exercise. Like they are just the fundamentals and basings that people do not do. And the thing is we're looking at these like blue zone areas, which that is so innate in their culture. Yes. They're not trying to be at like on top of their health and yeah. to be live the longest. Like they are doing what is innate to yeah. them with what feels good yeah. and that is focusing on all these foundation elements. So we're like looking up to them being like, wow, like we need to be like that. What can we take from this? Yes. And what I found with the documentary was amazing, but it was very specific with like certain foods and, yeah. and things which like that. Which is overwhelming. That. Yeah, which obviously, you know, it's great. You can take that, you mm. know, into consideration with your diet, but it's really looking at the broader aspect mm. of just eating good yeah. whole foods, having that connection, exercising. Yeah. And yeah, like we were saying, without that, there's no point to do this. And yeah, yeah, their relationship with these elements is also so important. 100%. Like in the podcast I was listening to as well, with their relationship with alcohol, obviously every culture is very different. Mm. And we often speak about Australian culture and the binge shrinking and like elements. Americans and, and yeah, people, people in the UK. Yeah. English. Like I feel like Australians, English, and Americans all without like fail pretty much have a bit big drinking, binge yeah. drinking culture. And that relationship with alcohol, mm. like we all know alcohol is not good for us mm. and more research coming out these days. There's, a big there's definitely a big movement around that too. But like they were saying in this podcast as well around kind of like they often approach alcohol like they would never drink on an empty stomach. Mm. They would always make sure to have food first and drink to a point of getting like tipsy, not drunk. And if you – I guess the quality of like – I mean I know I remember living – I mean living – I remember like one of the episodes was obviously they like ferment all their own wine and there's no And they would never drink um like a wine that's not local. They would mm. never drink like Australian wine. They're, everything is made locally and yes. it's like, yeah, obviously such an amazing way to live and it's not to say that like, yeah, maybe we can't do everything that they're doing mm. but you can take aspects of that into and, your own life. And I think the biggest thing is and like the most simplified biggest thing you can do that will change your life forever and health forever is eat whole foods. Mm. So unfortunately with like the world and since industrialization, like the food companies are driven by profit, not for health. 
Mm. And obviously like food, like a lot of us think it's down to like us having poor self-control. Like, oh, like, because at the end of the day, yes, I get it. Like a little bit of whatever it may be of a ultra processed food is not going to kill you. hundred percent agree. Mm. But it's more like the food habits and behaviors that lead around eating that. And the fact that at the end of the day, it it's not, it's lacking in a lot of things, mm. if that makes sense. And like you see that obviously the health implications of the food behaviours that come around the ultra processed food because it's so highly addictive. Yeah. Like obviously it's perfect level of salt, fat and sugar mm. that makes it extremely addictive. And then yeah. a lot of the time, I mean, so people are so out of touch with their bodies. They don't really understand what it's doing to their body or how they feel. Mm. They also don't know what it's doing internally. And it's like this cascade effect and of years and years And why do you think we years. have so many issues with like insulin Global resistance, p- hormonal imbalance, depression, anxiety? Like, yes, of course, there's so issues. many other factors at play. IBS. But, you know, like if that that is a big element mm. to it, like... Park, park 90% of your serotonin is produced in your gut. Yeah. Like if these things are out of balance and yeah. that's, yeah, like your gut microbiome is not in balance, that's going to have a significant effect on your 100%. mental health. And, and even little things like, you know, making sure we're having filtered water. Obviously there's a lot of different things in the water. Mm. I'm not going to go that's going to be like people can be get very like conspiracy theory <laughs> and water. Like I'm not saying like I know there's like lots of things with the fluoride in the water, but like generally speaking, like, yeah. Water has been like filled with things to kill microorganisms yeah. so they're not harmful to us. But what do you think is in the water? Like the chlorine levels are – I was listening to a study the other day and a lot of pe- suburbs, in, especially in WA, the mm. chlorine level is actually higher than your pool water. Which is fucked. That's so Like fucked. and think what you're doing to your inside. So like little things like that can make a big difference. Yeah. But like it, it, that and eating whole foods. And then obviously like what we're kind of talking about even with the – not going to go on. We should do a podcast episode on itself with organic yeah. side of things. But I guess just being really mindful of the chemicals and pesticides yeah. and heavy metals and things like that. And collectively, like eating whole foods and, you know, minimizing those toxin exposures, connection, yeah. stress management, those sorts of things. Those are the things we need to be going on. Yeah. Like people get so, and the thing is, people get so overwhelmed yeah. with it and overcomplicate what we should be eating. Yeah. <laughs> and like people want to go on these crazy fucking calorie restrictive diets. Like, we fuck had, calories. Yes, I'm sorry. Fuck, fuck calories. <laughs> like oh, people are like, it's just so like, it's, like it is the the worst way to like, like lose weight. Like it's just, just to think about food. Food, yeah. food is so much more than just these numbers. hundred like, percent. And, and like, because <laughs> we get people that come in and they're like, I'm having tracking and counting calories. And like, but like bless that. Like as in, yeah. sorry, like it's, it's a shame because that's what's being taught to them. Yeah, it is. And like, People just miss the picture that when you eat the right, when you manage your stress, like and see a psychologist, mm. when you and I get people going to listen to me be like, Kirsty, not everyone can afford to see a psychologist, but we're pretty lucky. If you're living in Australia, there is a lot of services available to you. Mm. Um, and I think at the end of the day, is why I always pick people up on this, but it's more like, hey, it's not a priority for you right now. It's not, I can't afford it. Like mm. I understand, like you know, some people genuinely can't afford it, but like with a mental health care plan. It's more of a, like a priority versus a for the readiness for change and readiness like, for change. But like, if you're scared to make that change, people are so obsessed with going and counting calories, restricting everything in like terms of this pursuit of weight loss, right? But they don't realize that if they actually ate proper whole foods mm. and exercised, managed their stress, when you eat those actual real foods, not ultra processed fake mm. food. Your body will tell you when you're full. The right hormones are released. You don't overconsume food. And that is food. promoting and supporting healthy digestion, yeah. 
hormones. Feeding your gut bugs. Like I have never blood seen. Blood sugar regulation. When these things yeah. are all balanced, weight is a side effect of that. 100%. Your weight will become balanced. Yes. Like I have never seen in clinic someone who can't lose weight that that like doesn't eat a whole food diet, has managed their stress, exercising, sleep, like minimising toxin exposure. Like any mm. person I know that does all of that is very healthy yeah. and their body like weight and side of things is like perfect if that makes sense. Quote unquote perfect. So yeah, it's perfect. There but is obviously underlying factors, but once again, that's that's something out of balance, whether yes. it's your insulin resistance your or a gut dysbiosis. Yes. Which has led you to stress, alcohol, prescription yeah. medications and ultra processed food at its simplest. Like mm. yes, there's genetics that come into play and we might be sometimes I know we're being quite bold right now in the way we're speaking and obviously oversimplifying things, but we just really want to make a clear point for you guys to take home a message of like, what is the one thing you can do for your health yeah. that is going to change your life forever? Eat whole foods. And, when, and, and also, we're not taught this. No, we're not. Like, Because food companies, like think Australian Dietary Guidelines or pharmaceutical companies, everything. Like we're just like... What do we say? Like, okay, this is like a controversial thing to say, but our podcast not big enough for people, for <laughs> big pharma to be listening to us. But like literally our food, our food companies are driven by profit and they're making us sick. Like think about it. Like I like this example I got given recently. Think for pet farmers out there with corn, right? A corn, if you're selling a corn on a cob, you're not going to make much money. As soon as you turn it into ultra, um, the what's it called? Popcorn. No. <laughs> so where are you going with this? As soon as you turn it into popcorn. <laughs> As soon as you turn it into um, corn syrup, oh yeah, yeah, you can make cereals. As soon as you turn it into corn <laughs> flour, popcorn, stupid girl. Honestly, we can make a lot of money off popcorn. Snack time, snack time. But like, think about it. Like all these ultra processed foods. This is, and I understand. I'm getting right complex right now because I understand. Like from a farming point of view, this is how farmers make money, and this is the income. But like, um, where was I going with my tangent? Yeah, like it's profit. It's everything profit. is driven so, by profit. Oh yeah, that's what I was saying. Thank you. So obviously everything is driven by purely profit, not health. So our food is making us sick. Then what do we think we fix this sickness with all these chronic diseases? How are we fixing that? Medication. Medication. So it's like the food industry drives sickness and then big pharma takes over with causing you 50 million side effects of pharmaceutical medication, not fixing the root cause. When the root cause is eating whole foods, managing your stress. Mm. And if only it was that simple. I it know. Is. It's, it is that it, simple. It is and it isn't. Like I, there's so many complexities <laughs> of socioeconomic. Like if you listen to this complexities around But even around our healthcare the socio- system, like that's a whole other thing. Obviously we have so much respect yeah. for in, in Australia, especially for our healthcare yeah. system. We're so lucky to have what we have. But there's still such a gap and divide Ooh. between, I guess, that allopathic medicine mm. and like – yeah, like when you go to a doctor and you're explaining your symptoms and once again nothing at all against a doctor but they've mm. only got a certain amount of time and they're so bloody knowledgeable mm. but also like there's so much that's missed often when, you know, say if you're pre- like a good one is IBS, like, mm. okay, well, you know, you might get referred to a gastroenterologist if it's what in, in their opinion mm. severe enough, but you're just handed like a low FODMAP mm. diet or maybe antidepressants if it's if they think it's well, and that's what they're the brain. And that's what they're yeah, that's exactly. all they know. Like yeah, most they don't have time to no. you know, and that's their toolkit. Research and that then extra thing. The other side of the issue is is in terms of socioeconomic status, like there is obviously it's very like the cost of like I get it. Like when you it's so how do I say this politically correctly? Like <laughs> socioeconomic status obviously drives poor 
dietary intake and choices. Mm. And it comes from there's a lot of factors. Like obviously a lot of time it is way cheaper to get the ultra processed food. And unfortunately food companies target low socioeconomic areas. Like and think the about marketing. how many Mac, the marketing, yeah. think about how many Maccas are in and the And they lowest target it. to kids yeah. as well. It's and so fast. So this is where there's an issue because like, like in terms of the food literacy skills and like food preparation and handling skills might not be there in lower socioeconomic mm. areas. And then like to be able to like if you know how to properly prep, prepare and organise for a week and have the food skills and literacy, like you can make it very cheap but it's also mm. having those skills at hand. And obviously like generally speaking low socioeconomic, there's different other like financial burdens and things mm. like that. So it's – this is why I just want to discuss this because I know – power just flicker on mm. it. Um, I just want to discuss this because I know we've slightly oversimplified it and I understand it's just so much more, more I guess – complicated on a political economical level yes um into and socio side of things socio-economical level as well so it's i get it like we're being very broad and saying just eat whole fucking foods people (laughs) and is that easy but it's it's also much yeah it's a much like a bigger issue of like society and 100 and like just everything social media like what we like also just the corruption which i'm not going to go into because like just but just food industries like a lot of most things and studies are funded by food companies or pharmaceutical companies mm. so there's going to be a level of corruption there we get taught the about level that at uni. Of evidence like yes you know certain studies aren't showing yeah. on google yeah why is that yeah exactly um so yeah i think like for those that are i guess in a more privileged state which i like yeah that's where for these people yeah 100 percent this is the number one thing you want to start and changing. And also that's where from a government level mm. that we need to start promoting more like food education. Like, yes, 100%. I know dietitians and things like that go to schools. Yeah, and, they do. And, and that's remote amazing. communities, yeah. Yeah. Um, and like I understand – but I also understand like remote community side of things like your access to fresh food is actually very mm. compromised. That's another issue. Like we're unpacking a very, very complicated topic right now yeah. and like it's not as easy as just being like everyone just eat whole foods because the cost of whole foods – and the freshness and the yeah, availability of it in remote communities in Australia is very, very low. And I know we're not talking to many people right now that really obviously relate to that. And I've got a few friends that have lived in like remote communities. And they're like, yeah, it's fucking expensive. It's not fresh. It's terrible. Yeah. Like why would I want to eat that? And unfortunately that compromises their health. But for the vast, for a large percentage of people that hate, say in a certain bracket of income that have the education and knowledge like and, and a lot of the time whole foods are cheaper like mm, if you more, more down to accessibility yes okay so if you're not living in as much of a rural mm. town and you do have that accessibility mm. like go to your local farmers markets yeah. like honestly you'd Plan. be so surprised yeah i saw someone posted this on instagram the day their food shop halved by just not yeah. going in the inside aisles 100%. So stick to the outside aisle of a supermarket. And like this is the thing, if you guys are organised, like if you, you know, like I know food's expensive, but if you're organised, you go to your farmer's markets, you shop around and mm. you get whole foods. Another little like easy thing I love that's very, very like basic is like using things like mingle seasonings that are mm. all just fresh spices. Yeah, lots of and then get your think- pro- yeah. Like, oh, that's boring. I don't want to say chicken salad. Literally, because a lot of sauces are just filled with fucking crap in them. Um, but if you use some like really good quality brands like Mingle mm. Seasoning or just fresh herbs and spices mm-hmm. and things like that, and then all whole foods, you can make the most beautiful meals that are healthy, whole food based, mm. and also will taste amazing. The mm-hmm. same with like as you see all Pure Health's 
sweet treats. So we're all based on whole foods, like minimal to no packaged foods. And that's, Mm -hmm. I guess, Pure Health's whole philosophy. And while we're very passionate about that is our tagline is nurturing the body back to its natural state. Mm. Eat whole foods and you will be essentially very broadly free of disease, longevity, optimal function. And so what we're trying to say is, I guess, in the all or nothing approach is like, people get very obsessed with like they're missing a lot of these things. They're not eating whole foods. They're highly stressed. They're not getting enough sleep. They're over-consuming alcohol. Over-consuming alcohol as a coping mechanism to their stress or they're over-consuming processed, ultra-processed foods Mm. in a coping mechanism way. And then they're going and doing like – addicted to our phones. Yeah. Like missing uh, that connection and – And then we try and go do all this stuff that just like – like I'm going to go try this fad diet because Barbara down the street told me that the ketogenic diet made her lost 20 kilos or yeah. like I'm going to go try doing – I'm trying to think of something really crazy because well, I actually really it, like – Yeah, a lot of it is driven also by that aspect of how we look. Or yes, yeah. how we feel. Feel, yeah. And I think and a lot of people get really obsessed with buying like <laughs> very good influencers out there. And like I like some of the products that come to mind. I actually do really like a lot of their formulations with some of the brands out there. With um, like- with supplements, okay. with like hair energy and nails and like there's a lot of companies that have like copied those. As soon as people hear me say that, they'll know who what brand I'm talking about. But like I actually think they're fine and they usually also can be good because a lot of people aren't getting the right nutrients in their food from just eating ultra processed food. So I'm not actually against that. But people get very obsessed with buying all these supplements and collagen powders and all these things when they're missing the basics and like getting all yeah. your yeah foundations from your diet. Yeah. And a lot of the time people ask us like, oh, should I be taking a supplement? What's And mm. our whole take on supplements is it should be extremely individualised yep. and they're Based to, on your yeah, correct a health concern or use therapeutically. Mm-hmm. Nutrients are there to mm-hmm. heal and support your body mm-hmm. and they can be used. They're so powerful, mm. in, and this is what we see with our clients' results and symptoms. Mm. With when you dose at a specific range based on the data and a whole food diet, yeah, alongside eating a whole food diet, the results can be insane, amazing. Yeah. So, it, our approach is very much like obviously the supplements we use are only practitioner yeah. only with the best quality, but yeah. it's aimed for a short period of time to help with whatever we're treating, yep. whether it's gut dysbiosis, hormonal imbalances, severe fatigue, yeah, like poor sleep, anxiety, depression. But yeah, I think but the the key, but we can't do any of that if you're not eating a whole no. food diet. Like that's always our foundation mm-hmm. and then that's just an additional therapeutic way to yep. help with your health concerns and yep. often getting supporting your concerns in a quicker time frame, I guess you could say. So you're like if you're feeling very overwhelmed at the moment, you're constantly falling off quote unquote the bandwagon. Like you're just like doing all these extreme diets or like I'm going to start clean eating Monday. Like, oh, I'm going to take all these supplements. You're just feeling so overwhelmed with your health. Mm. Start with this. Am I getting a good eight hours sleep? What's my alcohol intake like? Mm-hmm. Like I was listening to a study recently, even – two standard drinks a week will shrink the brain over 10 years. It's really interesting. I'm not going to get into that. But like, look, just instead of this all or nothing approach, just keeping your alcohol intake low, choosing like organic preservative free kind of choices and just like better quality alcohol. Mm. Um, That's connection. Thing, sorry. I was just going to say as soon as like we're uh, under that all or nothing approach, we're very quick to then like cut everything yes. out and go cold turkey, yeah. which 
like it's not necessarily focusing on that sustained approach and like the more we restrict and mm. deprive ourselves of things, that's going to lead to this behaviour mm. of like the cycle of then yep. binge eating or over-consuming these things. And so it's finding a sustainable way to enjoy yep. thing, everything in moderation. And and I think the biggest thing is, I mean, if, I, if we didn't have like alternatives that tasted insane, mm. of course I'd feel deprived and probably end up with binge eating like but because we have sorry that's a very like drastic thing to say because it's obviously a lot more complicated than that but like because we have so many nourishing beautiful alternatives like the brownies and banana bread i made on the weekend for the launch that was so satisfying hit the spot yet so healthy Food should be enjoyed at yeah. the end of the day it's and an important part of culture yeah. and connection but it's and it's just like finding those healthy alternatives that nourish the body but also to satisfy. We're not saying don't d- deprive yourself of all fun in life, but I'm saying choose foods that are going to leave you feeling good and benefit mm. you at the same time, not eating ultra-processed foods. Unfortunately, like they give you that instant gratification of it tasting good for five minutes mm. and then you feel like shit after and they lead to all these other negative behavioural side of things around mm. them because, like I said, food is driven by profit, not mm. for health. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really, really important to remember. <laughs> you yeah. had a time? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like she's going to pass out of me. I'm just looking at you intently. Um, but I think just, yeah, coming into this season, I think like the biggest things because we do fall into like this, oh, fuck it, I'll start in the new year. Like mm. we've got all these health issues like, oh, like I can't eat clean at the moment. There's too much on. Like, oh, there's too many social events. I can't stop drinking too much alcohol. Like, oh, stuff it. Like we hear this every day. Mm. Start with what can I add more into my life that's going to make me feel good? How can I add more whole foods into my life? <laughs> and how, where can I like, you know, minimize alcohol and reduce that consumption? Cause that's going to make a big difference to your mm. health. Am I prioritizing sleep? Am I prioritizing like supporting my stress response? And am I prioritizing exercise? Even if it's and 10 minutes a day. all these factors come down to the mindset of, or the intention of, is this going to nourish me? Is this yep. going to make me feel good? Whether it's exercise. Yep mental well-being, the food we're eating, yeah. that all has to come from a place of nourishment and self-love yeah. and care. As soon as you have that foundation there of wanting to feel mm. good and look after yourself, it's that's easy. a byproduct. Yeah. You don't even have no. to think about it. it. You eat in that way because yeah. it makes you like, feel good. You 100%. exercise intently because it makes it's you feel good. 100%. You meditate because it brings calmness and makes you feel good. 100%. You don't do it to look good. Look good or I'm biohacking or I'm I'm gonna get shredded. I'm gonna be hot girl summer. Like you do it to because feel. that behavioral pattern is so, so different. Like we've spoken mm. about before when you're leading from this fear response of the way you look and mm. like sending lots of love out to people with that. And I've definitely gone mm. through that myself. It brings so much fear mm. and anxiety around what mm. we do. And that is very much surrounded by that all or nothing. And that's what often leads to this restriction and deprivation yep. and binge approach with you, food and yeah. alcohol. So it's supporting that relationship with ourselves and with food and with our overall health and well-being. And that's going to set you up for the long run. Like yep. I don't even think about like – like I always joke about the silly season, but I don't actually think about like how my health is going to change in this time no. because I just live how I normally live. Yeah. I will enjoy alcohol with my friends and family in a moderation setting most of the time. And then, <laughs> um, Apart from your liver issues kicking okay. down. And then obviously eating in a way that makes me feel good yeah. but still enjoying desserts and still yeah. enjoying like a but big pasta dish. There's nothing wrong with that. No. It's not unhealthy. But it's like just, think we make all that food from scratch. 
Like where it's, food's there to be celebrated and enjoyed, yeah. but like, like we, think about we're doing it in it Italy, <laughs> like everything's centered around their food yeah. and how they feel. Like and they I'm, take a two hour lunch break most yeah. days. They have siestas every day. Like yeah. they're very much based on how they feel and looking after themselves and health is a byproduct yes. of that. And so the more and more you focus on how can I feel my best, you're going to lead with positive behavior like Nicole has just said. Mm. And eating whole foods is going to lead you feeling good. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest thing. Takeaway. And, and the, if you want to really understand the science behind eating the whole food element, one of the many, but in terms of for those out there that are stuck on their calorie approach, mm. um, when you eat real food, your body will tell you when you're full. But we've mm. just lost that connection, connection and touch. And we're so dependent on food mm. like as a coping mechanism or alcohol or smoking yeah. they're all dependencies and if you're aware of this emotional eating or dependency picture that's where once again you need to see someone and i think it's like losing that connection with yourself and your mm. body and your, and your mind as well like it's so like much bigger than that like we yeah we're losing touch with our hunger and satiety and what our body's needing and we always speak about this as females like mm. how much our you know our bodies change throughout our cycle mm. <laughs> it looks like you're about to cry no i was like just I was gonna, no i was gonna uh, i was gonna burp actually <laughs> don't feel like a baby but like you know like we're so yeah. like the tagline of today missing the point yeah. of like we're you know doing all these extreme things but yeah. we we just needed like missing the point. simplify yeah. it like and and I'll be honest with you guys like i've come from very much a bit of a disordered background of eating like when i was really really young and, like, for me these days, like, if I'm out in a social situation and most of the food on hand is more ultra-processed food, if I sit there and I, like, I generally just feel like a bit of whatever it is, I might have a little bit, but I will only still, generally speaking, have a little bit. And that's more just from a place of, like, I know I'm not going to feel good if I eat mm. more and I literally might try a tiny little bit and, like, you know, like, let's be honest, I get it, ultra-processed food tastes good, but you can still make the same things that taste just as amazing mm. from real food. But I think like a lot of people are like, well, what am I meant to do when I go to social events and there's all this like food out and things like that? Like I think it's just really be kind to yourself. Also ask yourself what you feel like and also know that one off a few meals here and there is not going to ruin anything, no. just like a few good meals. So or if there's a beautiful buffet table, get a plate, yeah. put on like whatever the more indulgent foods may be, but then add the salads yeah. and everything to it. Like you're focusing, as Kirsty said earlier, what can I add yeah. to bring nutrient value? If you order a pizza out... Order a side, side salad. salad. Yeah. It's it's a really powerful mindset yeah. shift. But even like a good quality, authentic Italian pizza is not processed. Like yeah. that's whole food, guys. Like yeah. I get the processing of like wheat and the flour is a bit more processed. But if you're using just pure, like for instance, like when I do like my gluten-free baking, like I'm doing like freshly ground buckwheat or whatever it is. Mm. That's the buckwheat that's then ground into the mill. And mm. then I'll do like eggs, water, butter up. It's still relatively close to its whole state mm. with minimal ingredients in it, if that makes sense, versus yeah. like, I don't know. That's the thing a lot of the time, like once again about fads, I won't go on about this, but like gluten-free, dairy-free, this past generation has been probably one of the biggest fads and it's not to say it's not or relevant or, yeah, no, that was more like the boomers. Mm. Um, Marcus. But like then a lot of the time people think that eating these foods because they're gluten-free are healthier, which no. is so far no, from No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. So at the end of the day, instead of getting caught up in being gluten-free, dairy-free, you know, focus on what's right for your body, mm. sick of health advice of you experiencing symptoms mm. from these things, but just keep it simple and focusing yeah. on the foundations. Eat like an Italian, honestly. They they know what's <laughs> the past repeats. 
But Mediterranean diets, yeah. that's the most researched First diet, diet yeah. with supporting cardiovascular disease, diabetes, 100%. like they know and, how to do it. And the slightly like I think it's called like low-carb Mediterranean diet, which is not actually low-carb but just compared to like the Australian dietary guidelines is like 60%. This Australian diet, I should really know this is terrible. I'm yeah, not. 60%. Carbohydrate. Yeah. Oh, this is so bad. I feel like this 60, is 65. Yeah, anyway, it's very high-carb, whereas we're talking a bit lower carbohydrate because I think – our biggest like macronutrients really, really important for like satiety and hormones and everything. Like you need carbs. We've spoken about this 50 million times before, but like fats and protein are really, really important. Any enough of them for satiety. But um, yeah, I think for you guys, like, like takeaway message, stay consistent, get rid of this all or nothing approach, lead life with balance, be kind to yourself Focus and sustainable. eat whole foods, minimal packaged foods. But do this from a place of love and I want to feel good versus I need to cut out this because I need to lose 10 kilos before Christmas so I don't look fat in the pool. That's literally what <laughs> that's one of my clients said to me recently. Like, like so, you know, it's just leading with that place of love. And I think I said this to you guys last time, but like when you fully love yourself and accept, um, like you're allowed to want to change yourself, but you really have to accept where you're at. You need to love yourself because when you love yourself and you're like, I'm so grateful for these legs that get me from A to B. I'm so grateful for being alive. How can I support myself? I love myself so much. You're going to lead with positive behavior. You're going to lead with whole foods and nourishing yourself. Whereas as soon as you're like, I hate myself, I need to lose weight. What do you think you're going to do? You're going to restrict, you're going to deprive yourself and then you're going to end up over consuming mm. ultra processed foods and like that binge cycle. So yeah, I think it's just really important. But um, we don't have many spots left of the year. I think there's a few spots left with Alex. Always bookings open from the 8th of January. But in kind of in line with today's podcast, our ultimate reboot program is like really that longevity kind of like optimization in every body system. And like Nicole was kind of speaking, like looking into your bloods and all the above. So if you're struggling with, like obviously you guys listen to our podcast, like any health concerns, like that's a really good place to start. But I think also more the fact come in for initial consult and we can figure out what program is going to best suit you. As you guys know, at Pure Health, we have like our gut repair program, our happy hormones with our postpartum program. We've got our holistic weight loss program and then we've got our ultimate reboot program. So we've got lots of different programs and they're just a structural way of supporting you. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> they're just a structural way of supporting you so they're not pre-written. And then that's where we get blood testing, stool testing, hormone testing, et cetera. And what's specifically for you. Yeah, not well. all that. Like it'll be depending on what the person needs. Um, but yeah, Nicole and I are fully booked for the rest of 2023. So booking open 2024. Alex has got a few spots left. We will be hiring a naturopath soon. Um, I hate interviewing. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, interviewing's hard. Yeah, it is hard. It's like a um, That's some gorgeous girls though. Yeah, it's uh, like it's something. I'm yeah, it's a work of art. I'm still getting there. <laughs> I said, "Hi, I just trying to like send to my business coach." I was like, "Can you just be my recruiter for me?" I know. Well, there's that's a whole job. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, I know. I'm a bit off it, but anyway, we'll get there. Anyway, um, we hope you positivity. have a beautiful way. <laughs> but we hope this we'll inspired have my you guys tips. coming into the festive season yeah, but- and how to further support that yeah. balance and mindset. Yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah, we hope you inspired this by today's podcast. And I think the biggest thing is lead with eating whole foods to make you feel good mm-hmm. and you will feel amazing for it but mm-hmm. as you know you that you saw some pretty clear messaging keep it simple keep it simple <laughs> all right enjoy the rest of your day guys and we will talk to you soon bye, bye.